Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello. Hello. Welcome back to The Shift, everybody. Welcome back. Katie and I, I'm just pulling out of the best market parking lot here in uh, West Hampton Beach, Long Island. Yeah, the food's so nice in there. So we're... Uh, we figured I picked Katie up from the train station a few minutes ago, and we might as well begin the podcast now because, uh, you know, we have an exciting episode coming up because if you're still comfortable, of course, Katie, you you, you were going to watch some porn for the first time. Yeah, sure. Why not? Did you watch any in the meantime? No. Nope. Or you saved it? No, I don't. Yeah. I know. I was partially, you know, I was just, as I was driving to pick you up, I was thinking about it and I was thinking... This is fun because it's kind of gimmicky, right? To have you watching porn for the first time and getting your sort of, your reaction. Yeah. But on, on the flip side, oh. you can't, you, you, you can't like have the full porn experience. No. So, so we can't talk about like, yeah, I found it helped me, you know. So all we have is, is your reactions to porn, which is fine. Yeah. So anyway, I thought uh, while we were on our way back to the house to have that episode or to do this episode we could uh chat about the, your date that you you said you told us all last week that you were going on a date to the tenement museum yeah it was it was well actually to be honest with you i guess there's obviously a few tours you just told me that there's a different tour the tour we went on was just in the house and when i think tenement museum i think like there's 17 people living in one room right well yeah well, this was a big apartment and it was only one family living in this apartment. And I was like, this is bigger than mine apartment. They were doing fine. You were thinking, <laughs> you were thinking like the plow in the stairs. I know. I was thinking like you'd see like they'd show me a closet and they'd be like seven kids lived in there. <laughs> I'm like, this is very, it was a big apartment and they just separated each room into like the different time zones. So, and then your one was kind of like, she was a little, I didn't like her voice. The two so her you guys. were disappointed with the actual yeah, but which is fine. You know, we're not doing like a trip advisor here. No, <laughs> still go, guys. The, that, I got it for free. That, that's so. not. That's not the juicy part. We want it. No. So the date was great. It was a great way to have a date because then you can kind of talk about it afterwards. And we went for tea and desserts, and very quickly got into the topic of psychology. <laughs> so, so you went to the Essex Market afterwards. Went to the Essex Market, and yeah. and and he brought up psychology. Yeah, he said he's really interested in it, and I guess. We started to speak about our parents and all of a sudden we were talking about our good relationship with one parent and a diff- you know, difficult relationship with a different parent. So he sa- he had the same? Um, well, his mother and his father had a difficult relationship. Um, so, yeah, so I guess a kind of similar experience. I don't think he had one with his father, but he would have seen that with his, with his mother. His mother sounds amazing. So it got on to how he's just really interested in psychology and how 
So he brought it up? You didn't bring your mother back into it? Um, He brought it up. He, I was asking him all about his family. How my mother came up was he said, and what do your... What, what you know how, how are you how's your mother and father what's it because i had asked him all about his parents and like his mum's an immigrant like she was so he's from italy and his mum's from russia and uh obviously so, so he, he obviously this guy is italian yeah he obviously doesn't know about the podcast so okay <laughs> um, oh so this guy's an immigrant just like you yeah so obviously related on that and then uh he told me all about his mum moving to from russia to uh, to italy to meet the kind of met the father briefly in Russia and then kind of made this huge commitment to go over there. So it was like a really interesting story. So I was asking all about that, but then I forgot that, of course, then he would ask me back about my family. And I don't, you know, I don't lie, so he just asked me about my parents. And I said, well, look, I don't speak to my mother, but I have a really good relationship with my father. And then he was like, oh, so what's the deal with your mother? <laughs> like, but I thought it was interesting. I thought it was interesting that... Oh, so it kind of got on to... He was saying about how he found this he went to this um seminar and this psychologist was talking about uh kind of relationships with parents this is very this is very interesting sometimes i'm like am i real because this is just what we've been talking about but um he found the therapist so good so he started going to the therapist even though it's really expensive but what was the seminar what was it about the seminar that I, w- I must ask him but basically uh when he went to the therapist he was going because he wants to change what he's attracted to because what he's attracted to is people like his mother and it's not working out long term um and he hit the therapist said that basically because it was just him and his mother for a really long time he developed parts in his personality that his mother doesn't have uh, and he starts to seek that out in women but long term it won't work out because he doesn't want to date someone like his mother um and i said that's really interesting because i feel like i've been dating people like my my mother but if I go by that therapist's advice, then I would need to start throwing dishes at people. <laughs> like if so you're looking for, like I'm not trying to look, I don't want to like, I don't want to be abusive or look for someone abusive. But he said then that in the seminar, the, ter- the therapist talked about how you recreate the love that you know. So he was like, you're probably have dated men who are like your mother because that's the love that you know and you grew up with and that's what you're comfortable with i was like oh, oh interesting. it's very interesting so i was like to him can i change what i'm attracted to and he was like because he was like oh i meet all these really interesting women and they're so great um and then i end up being friends with them but then i meet these women who are very similar to my, my, my mother's a little you know she's a little bossy and a little can be a little controlling but like you know that's it can be okay in some aspects but i don't want to date that and so he said that he's trying to open up his eyes to different type of women. And, and he was like, he was like, I think you can. According to my therapist, you can. I need to get the therapist's name. Yeah. But so I also th- think sometimes that it's very easy to fit all these narratives into like a simple formula. Like, oh, she's like your mom and she isn't. Yeah. But that's interesting that he's doing. But I, 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 I think it's interesting that he's saying that to you straight away on day one. Because, you know, the assumption is then that if you guys get on... Am I his mom? Exactly. <laughs> well, when he described his mom, I was like, oh, that doesn't sound like me. Because he said, I guess, the women he usually goes for are, like, really into their appearance. And, um, you know, but then... It's interesting that he's telling you all this. That's like a that's like a lot to dump on a first date, you know? Yeah, Just in terms of, you you know, you thinking about yourself, you know? Yeah, I, I think, though, I, I drag... Like, I think... By the way, listeners... 
I'm aware that there's like a noise. Katie's not aware of it because she doesn't have the headphones in. Oh. But I'll deal with it when we actually get into the... I'm not going to deal with it now, and it's not that bad that I think you're going to be so distracted. But I know that it's there, so let's 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 not pretend that that's not happening. But sorry to interrupt, Katie. What was the noise? It's it's a noise. It's, it's ongoing as we speak right now. Wow. It's not the first time I've encountered it. I think I just... I need to change one of the one oh, of the cables. Okay. But it's fine for our drive home, you know? Okay. Yeah, I guess it is a lot for a first date, but it's, I like, I don't know, I kind of liked it. It was like interesting. We were talking all about like, as immigrants, like the different culture here. And we talked a lot about sex. As well. God, I, why didn't you just bring the mic, Katie? <laughs> I know. Why didn't you bring the mic? This, is, this was a good episode. Um. So basically he said that, uh, he felt like sex here is treated more like a commodity. And Ooh, God. Yeah. He this said, really is a podcast. He said when he was younger, like, of course, he was like, guys, like, um, you know, sometimes you can see sex more like a conquest or whatever, and that's fine. But he said in, in Italy, it's harder to get it. It's harder to have sex. And he said here it seems to be easier and it's less intimate. And he, oh. said, he said, I don't even like to kiss on the first date. Um, which I think a lot of Irish people kiss pretty pretty quickly we definitely do that i kiss especially if i'm drunk i'll probably kiss anybody but you know it was in so he even had a higher value of wow you guys talked you guys talked it's it's interesting that you guys were almost doing like an analysis of the very thing that you were doing which i i think is <laughs> you know i think it's interesting to talk that analytically about a thing that's you're in the middle of having <laughs> yeah you know it's like i don't like kissing on the first day it's all right i check yeah i was like well i won't lean in yeah i won't <laughs> lean in on that one then but I also just wasn't fully sure. It was like when I was sitting there on the date, I was like, is this going to be a really new good friend or someone yeah. I'm going to pursue? But then I was thinking about all of the previous partners that I've been like, I love. And it's been like really intense and blown out so quickly that I think actually having that let's go slow and let's see as friends first, maybe something, you know, I think it was actually good not to kiss on the first date. That's the first yeah. time I've, I always Well, you know, kiss. I mean, especially on a date like that where it's like afternoon date, there's kind of a safeness to it. Oh, you know, it's, it's like, very hey, safe. let's yeah. hang out, you know? I mean, I think that's good, you know? I think that's a good first date regardless of, you know, and, you know, sometimes it just happens. You know, that I, I don't, I'm not one of these people who believes that has to be like a major spark straight away. Like, I, I think it's okay to for the spark to come like a little bit slower. I mean, yeah. I think sometimes, I think sometimes people can sort of, force something that's not happening but i don't think it's a guarantee that that's the scenario that you're in now because i do think sometimes you know it just takes it takes yeah. a bit plus you know you go to the museum and then you're just eating you know you're not really in a scenario where you're feeling the pressure to have to make a decision no it's great i think anything i've had that's been because like obviously i talk about like ah you know i have these like crazy situations but obviously i, d I did date that one guy who was from out town and he was lovely and that went uh, that one had to go on a slow basis because he didn't live in the state but and it ended for good reasons like it was very healthy the whole thing so i have had healthy experience and i think the ones where i had where it was very passionate and kissed straight away and like couldn't wait to have sex kind of yes well often that often that is you know it can be a sign i mean i you know people like to throw out these fucking sweeping assumptions about what that is you know you're attracted to you know, you're attracted to danger or that passion leads to trouble or there's parts of, you know, parts of your, a negative part of your personality is, is kicking off and you're not aware of it. I mean, I don't really know what it is. But, yeah, sometimes you get these immediately passionate relationships that just end up in trouble quick. Sometimes you get a slow burn that, you know. I mean, the longest relationship I ever had in my life 
you know, it was it, it, it was pretty it was passionate enough early on, but not, like nowhere close to like the top immediate passionate moments that I've had in my life. Yeah. And that less, you know, you know, and I, I think that's I think that's OK. Plus, you, you know, maybe you're being maybe maybe you're being wiser. I mean, you found yeah. him physically attractive, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's definitely is a good looking guy. And the thing is, as well, I want to treat my future relationships more like my friends. So with my friends, it just actually takes a while and then I get to know them. And then it takes months. I get to know them more and there's no pressure. I don't I don't expect off them what I would expect off a new partner. I don't expect them to know as much or for me to know as much as I would a new partner. So trying to go in with that mentality. And even if it doesn't work out, it was a great time. Great conversation. I need to get that therapist's name. But that's a good that's a good date though you know a good date is like yeah we had a nice time not sure what's gonna happen but that's okay you yeah know? very relaxed and i didn't feel the pressure off him he texted me that night saying i had a great time if you want to do it again let me know and i said yeah that'd be great and he's like cool i'll text you next i'll text you when i'm free and we can sort out our schedule have a beautiful week so i already know okay he's gonna text me like next yeah week. and if he never Perfect. texts again so what well yeah still not a lovely way to kind of yeah bookend it if he doesn't yeah well there was a commercial on here for a while that was like one of these things about why do people say things that aren't true? You know, why do they say things that they don't mean? But it was a commercial for like, I think it was for like a telecom company, which is basically like they're telling you that the deal is good, but it's not really a good deal. But one of them was basically like kind of like an awkward, good not, you know, awkward peck on the cheek at the end of the date. And it's like, hey, yeah, t- text you tomorrow. But they're obviously they're clearly like we're not hanging out. Every yeah. Day, like, fucking finally you're gone. So, yeah, I think that sounds like a good date. Yeah. I used to, ha- before we get out of the car, mm-hmm. I used to have this bit about, Irish political parties and about how Fina Gale sorry I'm just turning the car back on to get the AC Fina Gale is kind of like that guy that you meet that you know like maybe you dated when you were like a teenager and he was just a nice guy but there was just no passion even though he was just a lovely guy and he, he would always look after you and you know that that's the guy that you should marry <laughs> but there's just no passion whereas Fina Fall is like that booty call that you just can't delete from your phone yeah. you know so like you know like Every, every, you know, every now and then you see the number in the phone, like that fucking prick, the things he did to me. And then suddenly you'll get a text like nine months later. It's like, are you up? And you're like, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> and then Sinn Féin is like that guy you dated when you were 16 and you haven't heard from him for years. You heard he was in prison. But when he shows up, you're like, oh, actually, it's not that bad. <laughs> but anyway, the point is that it's a good metaphor for that feeling of like often the guys that you should probably fall in love with are the ones that you just can't bring yourself to fall I in love know. with. Like I have a guy, actually, I'll tell you, he definitely doesn't listen to this, so it's fine. I have a guy who right now is so good to me and he's so sweet and he's so kind and we hang out a lot and he takes care of me and I know, like I've been very clear that we are just friends, but I'm like, oh, I wish I was attracted or I yeah. wish I had that. You know, where you're like, oh, I know you'd be good. I know. It's so annoying because I know and I'm like, I just I just don't feel it. But then I'm like, that's probably a good thing for him because I feel it for Looney Tunes. So, you know, you know, he's yeah. a good person. But also I'm just like, I, I also think as well, maybe. He definitely wants that. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I think so. If he is listening to this and he's like, wow, she really misread that wrong. I'm sorry. <laughs> but I think so. I think, you know, he, he has said a few things that I'm like. Yeah. Yeah. And he probably does. Yeah, but, but it's he, good that you have that friendship. Yeah, and he also knows as well where I stand. And I think maybe that it was just that it, we did become two good friends that I can't see past that. Maybe in a few years, maybe when I'm forty. It's hard though. That's tough because uh, you, you know the rational part of your brain knows. Yeah, this guy would be a good life partner. Yeah, but life partner's just not hot. Even though it's smart because that's what a husband is, right? Or a wife, or whatever. 
It's a life partner. If you fucking had half a brain, you'd pick the person that's going to be the best person to guide you through life. But we're not wired that way, obviously. Well, that's what I was even thinking with this date. I was looking at him differently than the way I would have looked when I was with Boris. <laughs> so Love is not rational. With Boris, I was just like, he's hot. This is great. But then so with this date, I was like, okay, from now on when I go into first dates, think of, okay, like he, he, think of it more as like a long term, like, oh, is that what I want in a few months? Not, I, uh, yeah. yeah, I don't want. Listen, there's no love song that's like, he's so reliable. <laughs> he's, he's on so time. He's so reliable. He's on time. He picks up the kids when <laughs> I'm busy. You oh, <laughs> he picked up the check too. Oh, yeah. Which I really like. Well, that was Sorry. definitely going to happen. Still. This guy's a little traditional, you could tell. Yeah, he's a little traditional. Yeah. So I wasn't like, by the way, I, well, he knows what I do, but I wasn't like, I didn't tell him my last name, so he can't. <laughs> I'm like, if I do like him, I'll make him like, like, like get to know me for months before he ever has a chance to come back and he listen to He does the shopping when I need him to, <laughs> and he makes a list, even though I didn't put him under pressure to make a list. You just don't see those songs. No, you don't. I like it, though. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's a good, yeah. Practical love song. <laughs> Like, when we fight, we usually work it out within an hour. You just don't hear those songs. <laughs> yeah. Total eclipse of the heart, you know? No, you should do that on Instagram. That would be so funny. Once upon a time, there was light in my life, but now there's only love in the dark. Do you know that Total Eclipse of the Heart is probably one of the best love songs I've ever written? Um, Sure. Have you ever have you ever actually looked at the lyrics? Of no, Total I know of the heart? it, and it's playing in my head, but now I'm like, do I actually even know the lyrics? Um. What we'll do is, after you watch porn, we'll, we'll break down how Total Eclipse of the Heart is, is the, the ultimate song of, of not just heartache, but also of the, the very conflict that we're talking about. The fact that to really, sometimes I feel like to really experience love like, like the poem, like the movie, that real fucking intense love. Mm. Uh, it comes with a lot of hurt, man. It does. It hurts like a bitch. They should change the word because there's the love. Pain. There's the love, the passion love, and then there's the o other love. They need different words. So that when you're three months in, you're saying, I love you. you could, it's not really I love you. It's like, I love you. Well, once upon a time, there was light in my life, but now there's only love in the dark. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's just fucking, <laughs> there's just hurt there, man. There's just fucking longing and pain. You guys can't see it, but Des had his head in his hand. <laughs> oh, man. That's real. That's real emotion, man. Real fucking power. Anyway, Katie. I need tea. And I need Before porn. We need to decide what porn you're... Well we'll, well, we'll we'll watch a few different types, see what floats your boat. Cool. So, now we're in the house. We've got, we've left the car. We have. Our intro is done. Hopefully, uh, I've rectified the sound problem. I think I have. I but don't know. I can't hear. I'm oh. sure it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, Katie and I have also uh, had some refreshments. We did. And uh, my buddy Steve was over last week, and he brought over some Irish Cadbury's. It's amazing. It's way better. There, there's no way around it. Well, Des kept saying before we ate it, he kept being like, it's so much better, it's so much better. And I was like, yeah, yeah. I just bought Cadbury's actually, American Cadbury's last week. And I was like, there's something off with this. And then when I just ate that Cadbury's. Oh, it's no comparison, man. It's so much better. It just melts in your mouth. There's something they put in the chocolate over here. It makes it weird. Yeah, I mean, Irish chocolate is better. I mean, many a, mm. many a, like a, a house in Woodlawn or in uh, Woodside, Sunnyside, Queens knows that like when the Irish cousins come over back in the day, you know, nowadays you can actually get all this stuff. It's way easier to get. But when I was growing up, it wasn't that easy to get the Irish stuff. Now, I'm, I, I, 
Irish Americans are not into Tato because that's like that, that you have to be like Irish and then you come to America. But Irish Americans know that the tea is better. Mm-hmm. The Cadbury's is better for sure. Yeah. And the sausage is way better. Like it was always a big deal. Like we have Irish sausage. It's like, oh my God, we have Irish sauce. It's like a big event. You know, when my dad came to visit, he brought a big block of cheese with him. <laughs> he goes, I forgot you don't eat cheese. <laughs> oh, that's a pity. Now, I, you can get pretty good cheese here, I have to you say. You can, yeah. Uh, and, and I do prefer Irish milk, but it's not, as, it's, not as, it's not as big of a thing. But you can get Kerrygold here now, which is huge. I, I know, because I limit dairy, but I still use Kerrygold. Kerrygold is just... So good. Without doubt, the, the, the premier Irish butter. I have some Kerrygold in that fridge. And you can get Bon Maman. You can get Bon Maman jam here too, which oh, I, didn't I love. So Kerrygold and Bon Maman on toast, real bread, bread, yeah. actual bread. Uh, when you put Bon Maman and um, <laughs> and Kerrygold on bread, even though I know that I should go to like hell for having bread because it's like a modern day faux pas, but it's actually so good. I, so good. I love bread. I hate the war on bread. I feel guilty when I eat bread, but I love it. Yeah, so anyway, the <laughs> Irish Cadbury's is just no comparison. And there's almost like a like it like it lingers in your mouth longer. And come here, so you said you used to bring Cadbury's back to your dad. Did he ever cuz you're not a tea drinker. Was he a tea drinker? No, no, they're all tea. They like tea. I always had to bring back Was it Lions or Barry's? Uh, uh, we're Barry's house. We're cork you're people. Barry's. We're cork people like we don't oh. fuck with the lions, don't I? <laughs> so funny. So some lad messaged my my cousin on Tinder. No, he didn't. His Tinder profile said uh, like you know all the things you needed to know about him it was bullet points and then it said Barry's and she wrote to him saying I think you sp- I think you spelled Barry's wrong it's lions <laughs> I thought that was so <laughs> that's, funny, that's funny. <laughs> so yeah it's a, it's a it's a personal preference but uh, I, I, I honestly I, I would bring back whatever I had you know I mean it got easier over the years because then like you know then there was like a place in Dublin airport to get them but you always had to bring back tea bags I'd always bring back Cadbury's for my dad. That was like, that was a must. Yeah. You know? And then I would try to find like a nice jam for my mom because my mother loved jams. And like, you can get good ones here, but not, not as easily accessible as Ireland. Do you know well, so- certainly back in the day, everything is easier than it used to be. Like, you know the way they'd be like talking about different cu- cuisines. Is that the word? Cuisines. Cuisine. <laughs> cuisines. Well, no, it's just cuisine. I think cuisine is also plural. <laughs> okay. Various types of cuisine. Cuisine. I, I, I think. Now, I could be wrong. Well, so, you know, I'm just thinking about it in my head right now that, like, you know, you, you, I guess, because I, we don't really have, like, I guess there's, like, shepherd's pie and stuff, but we're obsessed with our own with our own food, like Cadbury's. And, like, when you leave the country, you realize how good Irish food is. Well, so, there's certain things that are good. You, you know, know? What? I love tato's salt and vinegar. They have the kettle over here. They're all right, but it's not the same. Yeah, it's uh, in more specific, the plural form can also be cuisines. Cuisines. In reference to various types of cuisines or a collection of cuisines. So you're correct on the cuisines. Cuisines. But This is uh, me trying to do a French accent, by the way. Cuisines. Cuisines. But I, I think maybe in <laughs> French, anyway, I, 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 neither here nor there to get too held up on the, on the grammar. Uh, I, I think... But the, but don't you always struggle to answer this question when somebody says what's what kind of what's Irish food? I do. I'm like because uh... there's about four dishes. You say <laughs> Irish stew. So this is how I answer. I say Irish stew. Lamb mm-hmm. lamb stew is actually the traditional Irish stew, mm-hmm. right? So Irish stew. Uh, 
bacon and cabbage, which Americans don't know what you're talking about because they think it's corned beef and cabbage, but they're wrong. Because mm-hmm. somehow Irish Americans decided that corned beef and cabbage was was the fucking Irish dish, which is it just isn't. And then the cabbage is fucking shit here. So actually, American corned beef and cabbage is is horrific, <laughs> right? Horrific. And then they don't have white sauce, mm. which is you know, without white sauce, how can you get this fucking shit down you? You know. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then uh, shepherd's pie is sort of Irish, but it's really Scottish dish. Really, shepherd's pie is really pie. yeah, it's really Scottish dish, I think. Oh. But anyway, shepherd's pie, you throw that in there. Mm-hmm. All the Irish pubs over here have a shepherd's pie. Yeah. And then just in general, you would just be like, I don't know, meat, potato, two veg, you know? Fish and chips. Yeah, but fish and chips is British. I know, but I miss our fish and chips so much. Yeah, we, we discussed that last week, right? We did. But Oh, we did, you're right. But uh, what else? There is one more. There is one more. Thing that you consider really Irish? Oh, I guess full Irish breakfast. Oh, yes, yes. And 100% the breakfast. Yeah. Which you would miss because you can't get good black pudding over here. No. Are you and- fucking kidding me, man? And then people's like, "What's black pudding?" They say it was like blood pudding, and they're like, "Oh my god, it's disgusting!" It's like, "Shut the fuck up!" Yeah, what are you talking about? They don't. They really don't. It's so good. But I love black pudding. Me too. I love it. I prefer it to white pudding. You're so progressive. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, and that too. Um, But what else? That's it. That's it, really. Anyway, I always find that. But but then I say, but you have to understand that you know Ireland is a very modern country nowadays, and actually. The standard of food in Irish restaurants and the food that you get in supermarkets is actually very high. Yeah. You know, and the Irish palate has definitely progressed. Yeah, I was obsessed with New Yorker wings when I was there, but obviously you don't call them that here. They're just buffalo, buffalo wings. wings. Yeah. But at home, there were New Yorker wings in the Where? restaurant. Uh, da Vinci's and Eastlip. Ooh, oh, right. I ate so many of those wings that they were st- I would order them at least once a week that they sent me vouchers. So I would get one free a month. Yeah, I'm not a big wings guy. I loved. I, lo- I actually We're probably going for wings home. tonight at John Scott's. If if uh, I love wings. If uh, a friend, you know, Ian is my buddy out here. He, he wants to go there. So if it all works out and timing wise, we're all done with what we're doing. We'll probably go for wings. But that's good that you like wings. I wasn't sure if that would be one of your. Uh, no, it is a buffalo. One of yum. your dietary issues. And it's not like I think a lot of Irish people experience this when they move over here as well. It's not even that. I'm definitely not lactose or whatever, but. There is a sensitivity to, and I think it is the stuff that's in the food. Well, I have Possibly. a spice, a spice. I always had a spice incident. I can't say that word. I can't say words. But there is something like in the milk over here that if I drink too much of it or if I eat too much, it just hurts my stomach. So I, But that didn't happen at home. So it has to be whatever they're brought up on because we're not brought up on that. Possibly. Yeah. Um. So I was thinking, because actually after we... When we were eating, um, we started discussing a little bit about what we had just been discussing in the car, about the date that you had, and I started telling you a story about a date that I had, and then I was thinking, actually, we've never really discussed as a topic what is appropriate, or uh, a word that I hate, but what what should you or should you not talk about on a first date? Yeah. What are the, the do's and the don'ts of a first date? And how this came about was... I was telling you about a first date I had had in the past where, you know, my immediate reaction was that this girl was quite nice and, uh, you know, age appropriate. You know, it gets harder to meet. It actually gets harder to meet age appropriate women, uh, you know, as you get older because they're all married and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So it's hard to find somebody that's that's single and like into your vibe. Anyway, uh, she was um, she was age appropriate and uh, she brought up very quickly 
that she had broke up with her last boyfriend because he didn't want to have kids and she wanted to have kids. And it wasn't that he was like married before and had kids and didn't want to have more kids. He just was like in his early 40s and didn't want to have children. And so then she asked me on this first date, do you want to have kids? And I mean, I knew the right answer to give, which was partially true, which is, yeah, I do want to have kids. But it's not as true as it used to be. Yeah. In that now that I've gotten to 43, I'm not, uh, I'm not, I'm not as dying to have kids as I used to be. Yeah. You know, you asked me 10 years ago, I was broody as fuck. But, you know, I'm getting older, I'm getting crabby, I'm getting set in my <laughs> ways. And I'm thinking, you know what? I quite like my little life. Yeah. I quite like my little setup, you know? So, and I've had, you know, a lot of my friends and a lot of people, they've had kids and I've, I've had elements of being involved in children's lives and it's quite nice. And I just don't know if I need to have, you know, but anyway, that's a, 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 another discussion for another time. Long story short, your immediate reaction was, I can't believe she asked if you wanted to have kids on the first date. Mm-hmm. I feel like, I feel like that's very, yeah. Very soon, but now that you're saying she's older, maybe she was just like, I'm not wasting any time. Here you well, go. Well, well, my immediate thought was that she is she is definitely looking for, for a husband. But, you know, not... not in, and by the way, when I say age-appropriate, I mean she was uh, 30. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I, I was thinking like I think I have to be 37 honest. there. I think, I think I have to be honest for this story to work because she wasn't 37. And if she was 37, you would literally probably think, she's like, listen, I really don't care if we ever see each other again, but can you just deposit some sperm because I need a child. <laughs> yeah. And if you want to help out raising it, great, but time is running short. No, it definitely wasn't that scenario. Okay. Uh, she was 30. And uh, so... Yeah, I mean, I thought, yeah, she is, uh, she's, uh, you know, wants to get down to the brass tacks pretty quick. I don't think she basically wanted to say, let's get in a relationship. But I think she she wanted to just basically decide if she could brush me to the side or not, you know. But you were surprised that she had asked that. And then it was like, I said, okay, that's a great topic. What, What should you or should you not say on a first date? So we Googled it. So we Googled it. And I, well, I listed off. Well, before we look at the list, can yeah. I guess? Okay. Because you actually only told me like two things on the list. Yeah, I did. It, I would think number one is don't talk about your exes. Yeah. That's number one. Survey says fucking family feud. It says, which is so weird because I love, I like, okay, if they're like, oh, I'm still in love with my ex, I'd be like, oh, shit, okay. But I mean, I love hearing about previous relationships and kind of hearing where it went wrong and what you need to work on. A on a first date? Mm. Pauls, I talked about my ex on the last first date. Well, it, it's your last first date that brought up this conversation. I know, but I just so funny. I like now that even when I looked over the list, I was like, okay, we talked about everything on that list. But did he or did you? I did. Well, so did he, but he didn't. wasn't specific. I was specific. He said women I date, and I said, well, my last one made me realize that I needed to kind of change up my dating style. So I guess yeah. it was specific to the conversation. But I wouldn't I have brought it up. That, I did think that was a lot for a first date to be. It was, to, yeah. yeah. And then obviously when she asked me, did I want to have kids? She was telling me that in the context of, I broke up with my last boyfriend because he was clear that he didn't want to have kids and that was a deal breaker for me. Yeah. So she's also talking about her ex, but not in any great detail. Yeah, it's not like, I think it's more, I think that's more in context when you go on a first date and then you're like, ah, oh, my ex is such a, you know, whatever bad word, like bitch or arsehole. And then you're just venting about them. I think that's... Oh yeah, that's bad. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah, that's, that's like... no, no. Um... I think if I, I think it's okay if you're if I think it's okay. I think if it's okay if it's like, yeah, my 
I wanted to have a lot of threesomes and my last I had to break up with him because my last ex didn't want to have threesomes I'd be like oh that's a pity <laughs> <laughs> and then you're like but threesomes with two guys or two girls <laughs> yeah yeah you know I guess I guess that's that's the next question yeah that's you know? day two question <laughs> um so yeah I, I think bringing up exes is probably bad you know yeah I think if you can stay away from it I for sure I guess it's different from my last one because we got in such in deep of like psychology and stuff, which most people don't go to. Most people are like, my favorite color is blue. Um, and that's fine. It's okay to keep it light on a first day. Yeah, yeah. So what's what, what's on the list? Let's okay. let's discuss whether we think it's a real problem or not. Okay, your ex was first one. Never, ever talk about how awful your ex is. Oh, never talk about how awful your ex was. Yeah, so. yeah. So that's, yeah, that's fair enough. Um, but what if he was a real fuck? No, money never discuss finances. Well, we, 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 you know, never discuss finances like, like how much money you make or. I guess so. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that's such a big deal. I mean, it depends, you know. Maybe it's because it might give off the wrong impression that you're only after money, but I just think that stuff is interesting. Sometimes. I think all the bad stuff is interesting. I guess if somebody, I guess if I was had a date with somebody and they talked a lot about like their financial situation and uh, stuff, you know, like, um, sorry, your, your, your nose breathing. Right? Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to give you the signal. I don't know what you're doing. I thought you were itching yourself. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> uh, I, I, I was trying to not concentrate. No, you could keep it. You just got to keep it a little further away from your mouth because okay, yeah. you, you, you had it like right up there. So okay. it was, it became, <laughs> it became quite, uh, <laughs> it became quite continuous. You know? Sorry, everybody. No, no, I, I'm. I'm oh, yeah, okay, cool. Uh, God, so much editing on this episode. Sorry. Yeah, I guess if if a woman was um was like asking, you know, just constantly talking about how much money she made or you know how much money she wants to make or that you know she's saving up to buy a house, you know, I guess I I might be concerned that she's like looking for a guy that's getting money, but I I certainly don't mind a little bit of financial talk. But then in saying that. Maybe it hasn't come up. But I guess it's just not very hot. Yeah, no one's ever... Other than guys have asked me, do you make money doing comedy? But that's just because that's an interesting... They're just interested. They're like, don't see how you, you could live off it. I mean, sometimes with these dates in New York, I do, I do hate when like... Often, particularly because if you meet these girls on Raya, right? You know, it's a certain type that's on Raya. And I'm on mm -hmm. it, so I'm not I'm not making like negative judgments. But, you know... Some they, I've met a few women off Raya, and often they'll have a story like, either my ex, they'll mention something about like the incredible wealth of their ex, or they'll just talk like a lot about their incredibly wealthy friends. Yeah, and it is a little off-putting when you think, oh, you're probably one of those types yeah. that is like attracted to money. Yeah, you know, but I think Raya attracts people that are like that. Yeah, so you're already kind of going in. But I don't and, like that. I hate when it's just like, oh, you know, my ex had this, you know, mansion or like... It's a lot of pressure. Yeah, it's pressure. And it's also just kind of like you just assume that that's like one of their things. Yeah. You know, which which I actually don't have a problem with it being one of their things. But I don't want them thinking that I'm that guy, you know? Yeah. It's never been even anything. Yeah, I wouldn't ask. You can kind of tell if they have money by looking at them. Yeah. So, yeah, I have no money. I have a little bit but of But I don't savings. think you would feel that pressure. I, I, I think that's more of a, 
a pressure that a female would give to a man. Oh no, hundred percent. That's what I'm saying. I'm just thinking, do I have I ever done that? But no, I've never really cared. If yeah, yeah, yeah. Not. But yeah, no, I've never had a guy put that pressure on me at all. Jesus. What's next on the list? Uh, politics. This is yeah, but this is this is a potential pitfall. A potential pitfall. Absolutely. What do you mean? Well, because you number one, you might disagree. Yeah. And then some people would say, yeah, but it's good to know that early on. And it's like, yes and no, because yes, it's good to know somebody's political leanings. However, just because you disagree on politics doesn't mean that you're not a good match. However, if it's your first date and you end up having an argument about it, that means you might have never have a chance to develop a relationship. So particularly now in these divisive times, if you make the mistake of being like Trump's an asshole and then they're like, actually, you know, I quite like Trump. Of course, you're immediately... Yeah. never going to get an erection because you can't understand how anybody could like Trump. However, if you got to know each other and you were attracted and then you found that out, you'd be like, oh, that's quite surprising, but you're a wonderful person and you know you happen to like Trump. Yeah. But it could destroy a first date. We talked about politics as well. You did? <laughs> yeah. But you didn't talk about money. Didn't talk about money. So you're two for three right now. Well, he, we did talk about money a little bit in the regards to, he said, he's spending a lot on the therapist. It's too much money, but it's worth it. So we talked about yeah, money. Yeah, that's not too bad. Yeah, not about... But you talked about politics. We did talk about politics. And what was the... Um, we but he's European, so you probably... Yeah, he just said that, you know, we were talking about how there's like liberal and Republican and how it's like... Well, it's liberal and conservative. conservatives. Is the, is the actual divide. <laughs> and he was saying... Um, well, I shouldn't really quote what he was saying, but the conversation was kind of more on there's there's not a middle in Yes, there's no middle anymore. And That's right. Yeah, and that kind of... No offense to sit on. I nearly called my show that. Oh, no offense to sit on. Yeah, you know the way people say, I'm, you know, yeah. I'm sitting on the fence? Yeah, yeah. It doesn't even exist anymore. Yeah, and so that's what we kind of talk about. Not, neither of us said which was, but he was saying he's noticed a lot that, I guess, if um, if there was more of a liberal understanding of that the, the people who voted for Trump aren't necessarily bad, they just some of them may not know and maybe if that approach is taken maybe then that's because they're not all bad people but it, it's you yeah. know i'm not a trump supporter obviously but it's very hard he to, said that well i'm saying i'm not no but did he say that yeah he's i he made that point very oh he's clearly not a trump supporter yeah yeah but it just how it's so oh, you think there should be more understanding or, yeah it's, it's yeah just, well the it's center so used to be the place to live and now the center is some sort of like desert like oh you live in the center you must you know, you're such a phony. Yeah, and I think he he said something, and I don't want to misquote him, so... I mean, it doesn't matter, you know. Well, I thought it was like a good point, and it's... it's some, oh, how, how did he say it? Because I'm, I'm going to phrase it wrong, but basically that sometimes with extreme liberal, if you have if you have any way, you could be liberal and, and say like, oh, this isn't that bad, though, then you're bad. I, I wish... No, I, I know. He, he's basically saying that there's an intolerance amongst the liberal community, which is a little unhealthy. Yeah, that yeah. he noticed a little, but but is but is a liberal person. Yeah. Yeah. So I, what you're saying with the middle, yeah, and the fence, and so that was fine. It wasn't like it wasn't an extreme political. He wasn't like I love Trump, and you know, but he's an immigrant. So he's yeah, but there's that. just a ton of intolerance on both sides of the of the divide, and the extreme ends of the divide are, have a lot of uh, a lot of places to voice their opinion. So you know, I know a married couple, and one voted for Trump, and the other voted for Hillary. But they're still married and happy. Yeah, yeah. Know. I mean, I think so. That, but, that, but that is basically my point. Yeah, when you were saying, if yeah. you talk about that on date on the first date and you end up in a big argument, yeah. it can be a problem. It actually happened to me. I um, 
I had uh, hung out with these these couple of girls. Uh, one of them was, I, I guess, she she became a bit of a fan of mine from the from not from this podcast, from a podcast that, that or or an, an episode of a radio show that I did, and she just started connecting with me on Instagram, and it, w- it was not a date. She just said, "I want to come see you." Yeah, you know, come do a show, and so she came with her friend, and to be honest with, I just thought her friend was the coolest person ever. We all hung out, but I definitely had a soft spot for the friend. So after a period of time where it was like appropriate, I began to just chat to the friend. But again, not a date. This is just texting, Instagram texting. Yeah. And we had begun to make a plan that we perhaps would meet up in the future. But then one day we decided to chat on the phone. And on the phone, it just turned out that she was like pretty, pretty right wing, you know, pretty uh, definitely on the alt right side. And the alt-right side is such a stupid question. That's like extreme Trump uh, well, it, or conservative. She was not American, so it's not really Trump. But it's 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 like, um, you know, it would be a person that would think that uh, like Me Too perhaps was like had gone too far and that there's, you know, that we've moved too much to the left and uh, that, uh, you know, the gender pay gap is bullshit. And, mm. you know, there's that that some people uh, will take advantage of sexism for their own benefit. You know, this... The, the, okay. That, that's my take on it. Yeah. Right? So she was she was definitely of that ilk. Yeah, okay. You know? And we had a pretty good debate about it, which was totally fine. But I have to be honest, I, it was just... I, it was just a little off-putting. Like, I was kind of surprised. Yeah. Now, I actually think it probably wouldn't have been a problem long-term, except that... Her take on some of them, I thought, ah, she's probably. It, it did. It did put me off. I got. Yeah. I can't lie. I can't pretend that that wasn't the case. Uh, that early on. Now, had we ended up in a relationship and that came out over time, probably wouldn't have been a big deal. But because we'd never met if, since the first time we just hung out, I thought, it, you know, I just it was just like, a, I just thought, ah. but that was more because like it was going to be an effort to go and meet her, and I just thought, ah, it's probably not worth it now. And that may or may not have been the correct choice. It may have been that that would have been a thing we always disagreed on. But in actual fact, we would have had a wonderful life together. But Yeah, but I think at the start, it's easy to kind of go, ah, yeah. no, this. Exactly. So you. that's why it's, it's, it's a, I think it's a potential first date pitfall, 100%. And I think like that used to be a thing in Ireland, like at a dinner party, never bring up politics or religion. Okay. And you know what, actually, as well, I think, because let's say whatever he said on the first date, that was fine because it was very open. If you're like open, I'm fine with that. But I did date someone who was a, li- a libertarian. Libertarian, yeah. But I didn't know what libertarian was. Um, yeah, and then the more I listened, he had a very stricter view, which is very different to mine. And I thought we won't have the same opinions long term. Yeah. Because I don't believe in what he was saying. Too much. It was too much. It was a little scary. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm, I'm sure there is you know libertarians who don't take i'm sure there's a broad I, I just don't really know a lot about libertarianism but what he was telling me i was like i don't want this well you know i think the early days of 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 yeah we were only li- dating a little I yeah but i think the date. early i think the early days of what libertarians were trying to say that they were was kind of positive you know free speech and mm. uh you know just not not uh, i i felt in the early days of being a libertarian it was basically like you don't have to you don't have to choose an identity. You can have, you can believe one thing 
that quote unquote is conservative on one issue, one thing that quote unquote is liberal on the other, and that's not a problem. That you're free to just have a broad range of, of beliefs. But nowadays, I, I, I libertarian has sort of shifted into a bit more of a kind of like an angry, yeah, male space. Yeah, it was definitely a bit more of an angry male space. But then when someone else explained libertarian in that sort of view, I was like, oh, well, that's okay. Yeah. But it's when it gets to that, uh, what's that word? Anarchy. Oh, you think he was an anarchist? Oh, well, I think he could have went that way. Right, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, there you go. So all getting into all those concerns is definitely... It'll definitely dry you up. You, you already, know what I'm saying? You already said... Yeah, dry you up. <laughs> yeah. um, you already said the next one. Religion. Yeah. Always a problem. But it's good, to, <gasps> it's good to bring it up, in my opinion, because I feel like you might as well find out if they're really fucking religious early on. We spoke about religion, actually, as well. Oh, my God, I remember more about this date. Oh, my date. God, you're, you're, fr- well, you're breaking all the rules, Katie. Because I did a show tonight, and I did my lick and balls joke, and um, I came down, and this group of guys, they were bachelors, and they were talking to me about it. And then they were talking about the podcast. You mean they were on a bachelor party? They were on a bachelor party and they were like just laughing about that. And then to me, they were talking to me and I was like, oh, if you like that, you should listen to my podcast. It's called The Shift. And then one of them was like, hmm. And he was the guy who was getting married and he was like, I don't know now if I'd actually like it. I actually just converted to Catholicism. And I was like, okay, oh, this is interesting. And he was like, yeah, so what did he say? so it's you know so i've just stopped using protection and i was like wow so on the day i was just because this guy's from italy i was like i was so like my first thought was like wow that's really irresponsible of the catholic church to be teaching people not to use protection but then i was like oh yeah i guess just because i've been to mass no one ever said that to me no one ever was always like use protection i guess we're just like a modern version no the catholic church is clear teaching is that they're against birth control i know and i know i just it just hit me that i was like god that never no one ever said that to me when i was going to mass no one ever i, I kind of knew in the back of my head but it was never an issue birth control was never it was never anything i felt guilty about like masturbation was what i felt guilty it's only, about. it's only legal to buy condoms in ireland in the early 90s isn't that mad i know and so when he and so that's the so i spoke to the italian guy about it and he was like i can't believe don't you know that's why our families are so big yeah, hello <laughs> a lot, so that's how we ended up talking and i was like i was so shocked that this person who was 23 was like i know educating and me on my own religion. all the negative pr about the catholic church he would choose to go there at 23 it's pretty amazing i know because like i'm like a fake catholic you know i'm not really you're not I catholic don't, you're just team catholic I, I was team catholic that's my i do a joke it's like i'm not i don't believe i'm not a catholic anymore like i'm not a i don't i don't believe in anything in the catholic church but i'm still like team catholic and like if somebody, if the non-Catholics started ripping on the church, I'd be like, yeah, hold on a fucking minute, asshole. Your religion's not great either, all right? Yeah. <laughs> I'd still like, I'd still get my back up on behalf of, of, of the Catholic identity. Yeah, know? like I feel like the way I, the Irish Catholic, my generation were brought up, we're like, we're like, yeah, I'm a Catholic, but I don't really know what that is. Like I don't, I don't really remember paying any attention in mass. And yeah, well, lucky you. Yeah, it was so shocking because he was so, like it was very quick yeah i know but it's just so funny he's like i've converted to Catholic. so he's married yeah him and his, his future like fiance oh so he said i stopped using condoms but it's still, oh oh so you'll have unprotected sex but you just have sex before marriage so he's a fucking i mean it's really hypocritical well that's what i said to him i was like oh so are you not having sex until after you're married and he goes no no, no we still do we still explore that and i was like oh are you like pulling out or what is the legal catholic well not there's legal. none there's none <laughs> he's making it up yeah it's full of shit 
well, his friend, well, his friends were like, yeah, yeah, he's, you know, he has converted and that's it. And he started to get a little argumentative. Not like, but he, he was Well, being the argument there is, but so, so you have a problem with birth control, but you have no problem with sex before marriage. So you're, you're, you're just picking your fucking issue, issues that suit you. I guess Which so. is pretty handy if you're a guy. It's like, yeah, no condoms, but I'll still fuck you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, like oh, I just, it just, I would have, oh, I would have loved to have been there. Yeah, and just for this, and especially trying to make you feel like I don't think it'd be for me. I don't use condoms anymore while I'm fucking my my wife. Who, oh, sorry, she's not actually my wife yet. So I, I'm kind of breaking some rules, but not all of them. Yeah, and he actually spoke like that. It was very like. <sighs> Uh, also though he, I said Catholicism will suit this cunt <laughs> my, my retaliation was um, well we do episodes about other things there's an anal app <laughs> <laughs> yeah no you won't have any babies on that one yeah. you can stick your unprotected dick in your wife's ass <laughs> <laughs> but they were just younger it was, it was in, and then he was like uh, and he said he was like I hope I'm not coming across too argumentative sometimes I get heated in this because obviously he's new to it so. yeah yeah you're fresh yeah yeah come Ooh. back to me when you've read about all the fucking abuse cases you I know pr- right <laughs> oh my god I had an argument with a recent convert and uh, one and her sister is a listener to the podcast mm-hmm. but we had a good we had a good thorough discussion yeah she'll definitely message me about the, the fact that this has come up oh really but we her her, her sister converted and uh, we had a I was just like, why would you, we had no choice, but why would you choose this of all the fates, you know, the one with so much baggage, but you know, she had her, she had her take on it, you know, recent, fresh to the religion and you know, that's, and, and that's, that's fine for them. And you know, I think we said, but I'm not, I wasn't, I wasn't Mr. Fucking understanding. I was really throwing out my two cents, my, my, my sort of Irish American slash living in Ireland, wounded fucking Catholic self was like, I don't really think you know what went down. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that's it. Yeah. Jesus. You know? Mm. Magdalene laundries and rape and the rest of it. No. And I think every- So listen, we're not getting into that now. We're trying to have a bit of crack. True. We're trying to have the crack here. But that's why you don't bring up religion. This is why, exactly, yeah. Because, you know, we're not on a first date. We're doing a podcast, so it's fine for yeah. us. But when you're on a first date, you're not making a fucking podcast. Well, that's, and that's what happens. You end up having a fucking podcast debate, and it takes all the takes all the fun out of it. And that's the thing. Well, that's well, look, with this first date, uh, we, we talked about all these things, and it was fine. But that's when I walked away from it, I was like, did I just get a new friend? Because that was so easy to talk about. Those. It's usually a bit of a minefield with those topics. They are stuff stuff you would usually yeah, talk to. Yeah, it's potentially with a dangerous. Better to be safe than sorry on the first date. Yeah, you don't want to blow it for the wrong reasons, and you don't want to fucking. You know, some people say, "Well, it's good to know," but it's like yes and no. Yeah. Because it's still a very cautious first date. Is very much like you're feeling each other out. You know, if you watch the first round of a Thai boxing, you ever go to Thailand? No. Yeah, when you go to Thailand, you go to these. You watch Thai boxing live. The first round is they hardly do anything. They're really just sizing each other up. They're not yeah. throwing punches yet. It's not time for that yet. And then it's nice to get to know these things along the few months because you could be together years. You don't want to run out of the information. Exactly. What's next on the list? (laughs) Well, I already talked about this one. Do family background. They say don't talk about that? Well, sure. What else are you going to talk about? You can't breathe in three times without fucking something coming out of your background. (laughs) I know. It's like my whole identity. You told this fucking prick that your mother was crazy again, right? Yeah, well, yeah. Well, Sorry, I didn't, I didn't say- mean fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say crazy. Actually, he said crazy. I said I don't have a relationship with my mother, and then he asked a bit about it, and he was like, mm, "What mental health issue has she got?" And no, I was I like, "Well, it's well, pretty perceptive." Yeah. Um. But yeah, we spoke about. He spoke about his dad and their relationship, and I spoke about my mom and my relationship. Interesting. And 
we spoke yeah so but I think family background that's to be honest with you that's like a girl move as well you know like that's how we that's our move on guys what so tell me about your family any brothers sisters how did you get on with them yeah but I I think those those introductory questions are fine I, I actually don't know why they're saying family background. Yeah, I think that's what else we should talk about. What the fuck else about? are you going to talk about? Yeah, right, exactly. That's, you can talk about fucking memes. It's kind of like, that's how you get to know them. That's how you get to find out. Yeah, I disagree with that one. I disagree. I Sexual experience. Yeah, I, I think that's a bad idea. I mean, I think I've had one or two good first date sexual conversations, but that's really just, I always feel like that's her basically saying like, I'm quite toey, as the Australians say. What does that mean? Yeah, I didn't know either. Uh, I'm quite horny. I think I think often that's them letting you know that they're quite sexual. Okay. But I think in general, uh, well, I I definitely think it's not a good idea for the guy to bring it up. I think that that can hundred percent freak a woman out. You know? Oh, that would completely freak. It's me never out. a problem for me for I'd, a woman to bring it up. But I'd rather if they're bringing it up in regards to I like to go slow or I'm not gonna you know I've had a couple of guys do that. Yeah, and I, I mean, I definitely don't think you should, you, I, you know, I don't think you should make people feel uncomfortable talking about other sexual experience. You know, like, you know, some if somebody doesn't have a lot of sexual experience, it can be kind of intimidating. Uh, you can just, you know, it can also, they can judge you if, if, if they think like, oh, this guy's a fucking dirty slut, you know, so. Yeah, on both sides. They I think can it's judge. safe yeah. to not bring that up. I think that's a good idea. I agreed. Definitely don't. Next one. Yeah. Marriage. What about it? Just don't oh, talk do about you it. want to get married? Just in general, yeah, I think if that's a good idea. They say if you've been married, don't talk about it on the first date, and yeah, if you want married, like leave it off for the first date. But I think it's weird to say if you've been married, don't talk about it on the first date. And if they, if somebody says like, "Have you been married before?" I think you'd say, "Yeah, but I got well, divorced yeah. ten years ago." Yeah. But on this same date with the kids thing, I could tell like she she brought up marriage and and she definitely was thinking about marriage. So. You know, they, I think it is a good idea not to talk about it because it do, then it does begin to feel like this is an interview for a long future. Yeah. Whereas I think a first date should be just like, what is this human being like? Yeah, I think like there's like a reasonable time frame. So let's say between maybe, depending on how rushed you are, but let's say between like six months in, that's when you can kind of go, right, is there a future here? Why are we going? Six months. Mm, yeah, I think I, I kinda, it depends. It depends what age you are. I, I think I, I, I think six months, you know, is is a long time to be. Oh, maybe okay. So let's do three. Yeah, I mean, I, the, I think most people say I love you between as early as six weeks on and three months to six months. I think. I don't know. It's. I, I think <laughs> pull this out of my arse. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's fine. You just you're just <laughs> chucking some times out. I, I, I'm happy for that to be a little fluid. But I think like as in I, because I've rushed into so many things and now I'm like, and I know you don't want to waste your time either, but it doesn't need to be like an interview on the first date. You can no. kind of just get to know each other for the first little while and then kind of. Yeah, I think it should be absent. Oh, the only thing you should be hoping to get out of a first date is a desire to meet again. Yeah. That would be my. Uh, that would be my opinion. I'm trying to think if I ever fucking really fucked up on a first date. But I, nothing jumps out, you know? I've had some great first dates. They just... Go nowhere? Well, some, some of them led into relationships, but then the first date wasn't Yeah. an example of the future. Yes, I know what you mean. What what what, what are the other few before we before we wrap it up and go, sex go, go watch some one. porn? Don't, oh, that was the last one? The last one now is sex. So there is sexual experience and then sex. Well, what, 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 Let me click into it. What what's it just says sex full stop. 
That's so funny. Um, yeah, well, that's all of one topic then, you know? Yeah, I don't know why they... Let me see what they said in the... Did that, did the sexual experience, marriage, sex. Don't talk about how the person turns you on or how much you want to take him or her back home in order oh, to yeah. have sex. Fair enough. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I think that's good advice, you know? But I think it's good to be complimentary. Oh, and then they, the Elite Daily has two more. They say secrets. Don't share your deepest, darkest secrets. Yeah, but that's just, just like obvious. Like, what, like what, what, what kind of fucking secret is going to come up on the first yeah. day? It's like, hey, you know, just so you know. like I killed the dog. I fucking killed. Yeah, I, I drowned my fucking dog when I was six. I, I killed the puppies. That's just a weird thing. That's like a six weeks revelation. You know what my secret is? I fucking, I love the taste of human poo. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, like I don't get, I don't get like, uh, but that's fine. That's a fine. I, I just think that's too obvious. To need, that doesn't require Here's mention. Here's a more specific specific one work drama gossip is exhausting you aren't in high school anymore instead of talking about water cooler gossip or how much you hate your job talk about your passions and ambitions endlessly talking about yourself is just rude a first aid should be easygoing conversation and give and take where you both talk and listen yes how do you feel though when you're on a first date and it almost feels like an interview where one person just has like a lot of questions. Do you ever get that scenario? No. I don't think I've had that yet. I'm trying to think. You know, it's been very much, but I'm good at flipping it back. I don't like, I'll flip it back to ask them. Because it's actually a lot of time when I'm on dates, they're telling me more about themselves. Really? Yeah. Because like, I get really interested and I want to hear about them. So I, I... So you are, you're the fuck, yeah, you don't get interviewed because you're the guy. I'm the interviewer. You're the fucking interviewer, man. Yeah. You fucking interviewers, man. But it's not like I just, I think it's like I try to be wary not to talk too much about myself because if I can, I know it's it's easy for us to talk. It's easy for me to kind of do that. But, but I do would be like, oh, tell me about your family and like, what's your passions? And, and I date a lot of shy guys. I've had a lot of shy guys. So you felt like you've had to keep the conversation yeah, going? Yeah, I've had fewer, I've had to feel. But I don't think, yeah, I don't think I've had anywhere they've been 100% questioning me. No. Yeah, I mean, I like, you know... I'll, I'll throw a question back but you know sometimes i mean i know conversations are just questions but sometimes i hate when it's too much like question 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 i, I just prefer it to all just like yeah well that's what i mean it's not me questioning it flows off. it just flows yeah yeah i know but most of the time it flows but i've had a couple of times where it feels like a fucking interview you know yeah and you can't you know like just when it would be a time where i might ask a question of her or you know you would think that that section isn't finished or that she might have something to add to that about herself. It's like another question. It's like, good fucking Christ, fucking being on the radio. Yeah, no, I haven't. I've you gen- haven't had that feeling? Yeah, well, but I find it really easy to have conversations with people. Oh, I do too. Do but- you, yeah, well, yeah, I'm just trying to think now. Give me a second. No, because it's either been like, it's just been like a crazy date uh, where they've just had, you know, I've had some crazy dates where it's been like, oh, this is a bit loopy. Not... Where they've, mm, I've had more where they've talked about themselves too much, maybe. Yeah. Maybe that, yeah. And then I've been, I remember there's been some times where I've been on a date and they've talked too much about themselves and I want to keep up with the story, but the story is not very interesting. So fucking boring. And I've really had to concentrate on every word they've had I to know. say. Oh, that's the, oh my God, that's the worst. And then I'm hoping they ask me a question or I'll purposely try to turn it on myself just so I can have a moment out yeah. and I just trying to talk but i haven't had question 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 yeah that's um, fine i was just curious no but that is i wish now because i know i know what you're talking about but now that you say it no 
there's never been like what do you want what the only one was like Boris a little bit he definitely gave me a few questions up front but that was because he had come out of a serious of relationship of course he gave you questions up front <laughs> fucking hell surprised he didn't fucking pull out the lie detector on day one well he asked me what my five year plan was I, on a fucking first date that was actually the second date oh okay so alright what's my five year plan I was like wow no fucking five year plan asshole my, just wanna get some spots for next week I know I was like <laughs> my five year plan just revolves around comedy and he had dropped about kids and kind of oh coming god. out of a serious relationship oh my stuff. god how did you not run away from that straight away well, because, you know, he's very handsome. I'm only kidding. It's fine. I'm not I'm not shaming you into staying in that relationship. Um, well, that's good. Now we know. Now we've both, uh, you know, I, I think it's a good topic. I think that's a good thing for uh, for people to think about, for our dating, uh, for our, our, our dating people. But, you know, in fairness, you know, there was a time where I got a message saying, can you not just focus on, you know, dating, you know, people to get a long term. But I think we've... You know, we've had a lot. We've had a very diverse uh, collection of episodes uh, recently, and different things that people can identify with. So I think it's fine to go back to, uh, you know, something that's a bit singleton. Yeah. You know, this is quite quite a singleton ep. And I do think even people like in Ireland are like, you know, I talk to my friends back home now, and Tinder's big over there, and they're finding it hard to date as well. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And people are looking for. Just we haven't done a dating app for a while, yeah. you know. Well, that's good. Well, I think that is a good point. Don't be questioning. Don't be interviewing. <laughs> I wonder, do I? I wonder, am I the interviewer? Don't overthink it, Katie. I'll be on the next date and I won't ask any questions. You won't ask any questions. You'll be like, this is after fucking ruining my I'd dating. Like, I like the color blue. <laughs> I'll just keep saying that. <laughs> so, Katie, now, even though... Uh, now we're going we're gonna to do what we said we were going to do, which is you're going to watch porn you know on the podcast for the first time yeah even though i know i've already expressed my my misgivings that perhaps this isn't the the ultimate way for you to experience porn for the first time no but that's okay because this is just like let's consider this like an intro and then you can decide or not to have your own journey i'm like the lab mouse of porn watching uh well no this is really uh (laughs) I mean, I guess in a way, you're like the lab mouse of porn watching in that somebody would say, what happens to the mind of a 29, 28? 28. What happens to the mind of a 28-year-old who's never been exposed to porn <laughs> and by modern standards is experiencing it for the first time quite late? Yeah, and you know what's so... That's so interesting when you think about it. Like, it's so... It is very accessible to me, but I wouldn't have a clue. I wouldn't have until we did the podcast. It wouldn't even have occurred to me to even look into it. Well, since you brought up that you're... A little older. How did you? So obviously, porn access. I, I always grew up on mobile phones. If I ever wanted to, really, what was it like for you when you first started watching porn? So you, did you have access you, to the internet? Well, well, no, no, the internet didn't exist. Wow. Well, not really. That's mental. I guess. So, well, first of all, which I'm sure you've heard, my first access to like anything dirty would have been like we found a Playboy okay. or a Penthouse magazine, and then we would like hide that in like a bush or something. And then when it rained, somebody would be like, fuck the poor, you know? So you'd like, you'd like, <laughs> oh no. you'd like run out and fucking try to find the fucking, soggy n- now soggy fucking <laughs> penthouse or playboy. So like the first images of, uh, of naked women that I saw, first of all, they all had pubic hair. You know, a vagina had pubic hair. In fact, actually when I was quite young, the first time I saw it was, it, I was, I was definitely young, but, 
my friend, my neighbor's house in New York, his his stepfather definitely had Playboys, and we, so we definitely looked at some Playboys. But in terms of like visual porn, the we had an illegal cable box in my house in Queens, and when we got so first the Playboy channel existed, and we discovered that on the remote control, if you pressed. 67, 67 was a Playboy channel. So if you press 67 and then zero immediately, it would actually stay on, even though it would normally be pixelated and it would say like, you don't have access to this channel. So it would just be like squiggly, squiggly, squiggly. How did you even find that out? Who, how, you know, it just somebody That's finds amazing. it out and then the word spreads and then suddenly you're fucking sitting there Watch with fucking porn. one hand on zero and the other hand on your dick. Ah, you have to, to keep it on zero? A lot of, a lot of concentration. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. But it, it worked for a while. And then they obviously figured that out and it stopped working. But then we actually got an illegal cable box, which my mother thought was the best thing ever because we got all the channels for free. You, you paid for basic cable, but then you got all the premium channels for free. What she didn't realize was that that also included Spice, which was actually pay-per-view hotel porn. So like it was fully, it was full-on hardcore porn without the, without the penis and vagina like entry shots. Okay. So it was edited or they made it specifically for spice and for hotels. So it was pretty full on porn without like watching the dick go into the vagina, you know? And we had access to that 24 seven, which was healthy or unhealthy. But so from early, early in my masturbation days, I actually had access to the spice channel. Okay. Before that, and that was pretty late. I mean, I definitely, it definitely wasn't at the beginning of my masturbating, but before that, some I, I used to, and I think Dan Soda has a routine about this, which is funny, but I used to, um, in the early days of masturbation, we had Showtime, didn't have HBO, but Showtime sometimes on like a Friday night at like 2 a.m. would have like soft porn, so just like fucking and stuff, but not not porn, you know, just like the equivalent of like a dirty movie, you know, yeah. and so I used to go get the TV guide on a Sunday. So so the TV guide for the week came in the Sunday paper. You remember that, right? So I get the TV guide and I'd like go through the TV guide looking to see if there was anything late at night on Showtime. And then I would like plan around that. And I would deliberately like fall asleep on the couch and then hopefully wake <sighs> up. And then I would get, you know, and then everyone would be in bed because it's one fucking TV. You know, there's no fucking taking the phone into the bathroom, you know. So, you know, everybody would go to bed and then I'd be in the fucking living room just doing my shit yeah but you, you you that's the ice cream man for for the for the it's listener music yeah yeah going back to childhood wow, chicka, wow, wow. so the ice cream the you'd you'd have like do you know the way dogs like they can hear fucking everything so they'd be like chilling in the house and then you'll like move like a half an inch and they're like their head will rise yeah. and they're like what what's up what's up yeah well i was like a dog watching porn. so I, i'd have like one ear on the on the fucking tv but the other ear would be like on upstairs and if there was like the littlest creak of a stair be like fucking emergency fucking <laughs> pull your pants back up you know just in case it was my mother but it was usually just like the fridge fucking resetting or something yeah uh but then we got the spice which was channel 63 and uh so the funny story that i told in um my dad was nearly james bond was of course you know you don't think when you're like a sneaky kid trying to fucking watch porn you think that you're like the dirty one you never think that your dad probably discovered that you got fucking 24-hour porn too. <laughs> yeah. And that, you know, when nobody was looking, he'd probably be watching fucking Spice, <laughs> you know? So my dad never knew how to use the remote till the day he fucking died. If he wanted to get to channel 42, he would never press four and then two on the remote. He would always 
use the up and down things and flick through the channels. That's why till the day he died, he called the remote the flicker. Because all he knew how to do is flick. <laughs> so, you know, he'd always be like, you know, like that, uh, you know, put on ESPN, it's channel eight, you know, and then he'd be like, like, give me the fucking remote that I can get there really quick, right? Anyway, he only knew how to flick. So the Japanese channel was channel 62, one channel down from Spice. And the amount of times I would come home, you know, back in, I started drinking, you know, like I was, I started drinking at 12, but like 12, 13, 14, 15, I'd be coming home pretty late. Even summer's coming back from Ireland. I'd get home pretty late. My dad would probably forget that I was still out. Yeah. And I'd walk in and the fucking Japanese channel would be on. Oh my God. <laughs> That's sick. amazing. Because all the fucking guy could do was flick. <laughs> so all he would be able to do is get down one channel. Yeah. And they'd be like, Dad, why are you watching the Japanese channel? I'd be like, I, know, I was just on, man. It was just on. <laughs> so uh, so th- this is a totally true story. But one time I came in and my dad had passed out in the chair in the fucking recliner with his hand on the remote. But he was asleep. And fucking Spice was on. This is so funny that the ice cream man is on during this whole story. It's Mr. Softy, which I, which he, my dad definitely wasn't <laughs> watching the porn channel. But uh, anyway, I fucking walk in. My dad's passed out, and uh, the por- Spice is on. You know, so I was just laughing to myself. And then I was like, Dad. He's like, Huh? And the minute he woke up, he, he fucking clicked down. And was like, Oh, so anyway. That's that story amazing. was in uh, was in my dad was in James Bond. So that was uh, that was my early that was my early access to porn well before uh, the internet. But then what happened when you went to Ireland? Did you find it harder to see porn there? Because you were fourteen when you went to Ireland, right? Yeah, I was in fucking boarding school too. It wasn't oh, just because I was in Ireland. School. No, there was no porn. To be honest, uh, the which I actually told the story at the Wexford Opera House recently, but there was one of the video shops in Wexford had a sneaky back room or, or a sneaky section where they were, I guess they must have been getting proper porn from Amsterdam, like proper hardcore porn. And they were renting that out, even though I, it was illegal. I'm pretty sure it was illegal what they were renting out. So I, 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 don't, I don't know if you were actually illegally allowed to buy hardcore porn in Ireland, but they were renting out proper porn, full on penis into vagina porn. And uh, my friend's, the people I used to stay with, their sister's boyfriend would, would, would rent it for us. So when I was 17 in Ireland, we did get a little bit of access to porn. But it was weird because it was like me and all the lads yeah. fucking watching it together. Okay. And then we'd all like be like, oh, i, I got to go for a piss. <laughs> then you'd like sneak off and try to rub one out like okay. kind of quick, you know? Yeah, so you weren't like, you were remembering what you saw and then... Yeah, but I mean, at that age, certainly when I was a teenager, I mean, it was pretty intense. You know, like watching, because I actually, Spice was, was good, but like I hadn't seen a lot of like proper full-on like porn porn. Uh, so it was pretty, it was quite stimulating for a teenage boy, I have to say. Like it was definitely like fucking, whoa, you know? Yeah. So that was that was a lot. So I I ha- I saw that in Ireland when I was seventeen, but you, you you didn't see it a lot, you know, like and also like when I was a young teenager, like movies like Porky's, you know, all these like teenage or even like American Pie when I was a bit older, that was still quite exciting, you know. So I would imagine that the progression of porn is decent. There has to be a certain amount of desensitizing because when I think of some of the things I found so fucking exciting, is definitely way more access to more exciting stuff nowadays so anyway katie that was my experience with porn showing my age 
And now, despite all the access to porn, today, August 26th, what is today? Uh, yeah, 26th. August 26th, 2019, despite the years of access to porn, Katie Boyle. We'll just have a quick look at a bit of porn to end the episode. And uh, we'll see how she gets on now, um, even though we have to stop for a sec and set everything up. So we'll be back in a sec for that. Yeah, I think we're good. Good. We're back on. We're gonna we're, we're recording this for the video. Katie's first time watching porn. Yep. Now, before we uh, before we get into it, Katie, I would like to point out that we're not we're not suggesting in any way, shape, or form that porn is good to watch or bad to watch. We're we're taking a completely neutral position on porn. Yeah. But it is. A thing that a lot of people are doing. Almost everybody that's been on the podcast has said that they watch porn. Almost everybody has been surprised that you don't watch it, right? Yeah, I think so. Absolutely. You know, now before we do, now, why, why did you, uh, why have you never watched porn, by the way? I just didn't feel a need to. But there was no, like, there was no moral sort of. No. Probably maybe when I was younger, maybe I was like, I just never, it never even really came into my head. Yeah, I mean, I think probably in Ireland, there's like less of a, of a of an acceptance about it. Yeah, I guess it's just not something you did. So I never heard I never heard of the girls talking about watching porn. Yeah, back it, home, no, nobody mean. in your crew ever. No, nobody ever brought it up. No. Um, and you never like, uh, you, you you know, you never nearly watched it or anything other than the stupid thing that that guy showed you, right? Yeah, that was it. I never even... Or do you remember, actually, there was that badly dubbed porn on TV, but that was that kind of a joke thing, wasn't it? Well, I, I don't know. It was this thing that would be on really late on Irish TV, and it was, like, badly dubbed porn, and it was, like, a joke, a bit of a joke, and to just be funny people talking, but you couldn't really see anything. I watched that once when I was younger. So but I guess we'll it, start... It wasn't for a sexual thing. I guess we'll start with uh, female-friendly porn. Now, I don't know is this particularly really female friendly okay jesus well well, we're just picking a random one here you know oh well her face doesn't look happy have you have you been on one of these sites before no oh you've never been on pornhub all right well first and foremost katie this is pornhub this is the actually not the female friendly page this is just uh this is just pornhub see this looks like it's all a joke well no no i mean these are just the video no ignore that that's like an ad (laughs) (laughs) so i mean i would you, let me ask you, because it's, it's your life. Uh, would you rather, I want to get off the page so that, uh, would you rather start with man on woman uh, or would you rather start with uh, two women? I, 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 I'm making the assumption that you're going to like two women the most. Yeah, I'll definitely like women. So do you want to start with what you think you'll like the most or do you want to start no, with the opposite the opposite but you know already there must be something in my in me because i feel ashamed even seeing that which is so funny I you're ashamed I, I thought i came so I'm, i feel like i'm like peeking into someone's private life that i shouldn't be like I feel, all of a sudden i'm like seeing those little clips there i'm like this isn't this is someone's even though they clearly isn't they know that they're putting it public so you feel bad that you're on pornhub right now yeah I feel a little, yeah, I feel, uh, it feels very like... But do you think that's because I'm sitting next to you and we're like in a public thing or... No, I think even if I were sitting at home, I'd be like, oh, geez, I would have closed the laptop. After, you would have after a- that front thing, yeah, I would have. 
It's, just, it's very graphic. <laughs> yeah, but that, that yeah, because it's just like I, I actually didn't even. I, it's my mistake for showing you this this front page. It's expensive. But you know, I can find. Like, just just look away while I'm on the the Pornhub okay. page. I'm gonna since look. Since you're so since you're so horrified. I'm gonna by look the, at my phone. By the Pornhub page, let me just get like a like a gentle video for you. Ooh, and, uh, I just got booked. You got booked for a show. Yeah. That's what happens when you watch porn. New York Comedy Club. When you watch porn, everything is. Uh, so let's. I'll just. I'll just go to. Uh, I'll, I'll. I'll just go to. Uh, to pussy licking, since you were so immediately. I love pussy licking. That's my favorite thing. I love. I would love to just have a guy come over, do that, and then let me go to sleep straight after it. All right. Well, like then a I'm, real treat. Right. So. <laughs> I'm just gonna put in man licks woman just to just to cut out all the fucking riffraff uh and see if i stop looking okay, katie you're sorry, not supposed to be sorry. looking okay we'll go back to my phone oh, what's going on instagram lads and ladies when i say lads i mean women and men all right so let's see what this is like uh oh i don't know i don't want that all right here we go so th- oh, are we ready? Very, Am I allowed to look? Very, oh, is, look at this. There is, is love. Very, this is very gentle. This My is very, beautiful, beautiful wife. wife. Ah, oh, this is This is definitely Katie porn right this here. This is definitely Katie. Starring Connie and Lazo, Laszlo. Laszlo. Oh, this is oh. perfect for you, Katie. Yeah, this is lovely. This is you how know, I have sex. And, you know, he's not in perfect shape. It's very real. This is very real. So this is porn, Katie. They're real boobs. Yeah, I mean... I. I, I, they look great. Whatever yeah. they are, they're 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 great. <laughs> Whether they're real oh, or not. Oh, look, and he's being gentle. No, this is great. <laughs> You're I happy love with it. This? I'm very happy. <laughs> so this is what you've been missing out on. <laughs> yeah, but I also don't feel the need to go like. Uh, but this is just the beginning. Okay, you know? cool. Yeah. I, I'll fast forward a bit. I'll fast forward through the bit There's of. There's a lot of kissing noises. Yeah. So I'll just. Oh. Oh. That's went a, straight that, to a dick. Well, I, I jumped up. Like, yeah, I know. They, that didn't just happen that fast. So See, this is better because, you know... That's well, better than what? You haven't watched anything. All you did was watch <laughs> the front page. Well, I heard my friends say that when they see porn head, porn blowjobs, it's like a girl choking on the dick. Oh, yeah, true? but that's actually... Some people are into that. I actually mm. dated a girl that was... That was like her thing. Really? Yeah, I like, like, like I, I asked her what kind of porn do you like? She's like, I like watching women choke on dicks. Oh my God, I don't even like when the doctor sticks the stick in your yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But some people are into the gag reflex. So so n- there you go, Katie. She's got a bit of hair in her vagina. She's got a little Brazilian. Oh, oh there's the eating out. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> this is very uncomfortable. Is it un- this uncomfortable? Is that because I'm here or because? Uh, probably the whole scenario, but it's fine. Why is it uncomfortable? You gotta explore that. Because <laughs> Maybe we have to, because you're here. Well, we have to. T- yeah, I mean, well, that's why Could I was. Could you thinking- imagine when I was 15, I was watching your special about about your <laughs> testicle. <laughs> now, now I'm sitting here. Yes, Bishop, one day I'll be watching. And I remember, porn I thought that was so great. He's actually making it dark. The, he's using the finger. So that's it. That's porn. This is what you've been missing out on. You know, and then so, uh, yeah, it's so funny. I haven't been totally missing out because even now I'm like, okay, if I were alone. What would I be doing? Would I be watching that touching myself? Well, that that's the idea. That's what, that's what most people do. Okay, so you wouldn't watch it and then touch yourself after? Oh, look, no, no, the idea would be that you'd be sort of... Yeah, he's right in there. Yeah. Yeah, little... And she's she's kind of thinking, nah, I, I'll, I'll help you out there. Yeah, you're not doing what I want. <laughs> <laughs> that's me. <laughs> yeah, so that's that. And then... So this is very much... Uh, 
real time. This is actually really good for people who are a bit more like me. This is like real. And I feel like I'm learning a bit now as well. Like, well, I guess he was thinking I'm not 100% ready. So give that a little tug there. Yeah. And now this is the. Four. I think this is actually educational for like normal sex. Yeah, I'm sure that's exactly the review that they want. <laughs> <laughs> I actually found it. I found it quite educational. No. Oh, a stick so, popped out. Um, it's like relationship sex. Yeah. Yeah. So that's their. Their so, love. I can't believe we found love sex straight away. Well, that, that we went looking for it, Katie. Oh, very sorry. specifically. This is the the minority. So okay, so that's 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 guy on girl. Okay. All right. I mean, I'm not gonna because it is just the two of us watching, so we're not gonna like. <laughs> You know, it's like Katie and I watching porn. So then they do a couple of other positions. I can't believe I'm watching porn with Taz Fisher. <laughs> oh, come on. You can't say it like that. We're I, know, we're, I know we're friends and everything, but when you think about it like that, yeah, I get it, it is but bizarre. Yeah, yeah but we're, we're making a podcast now. I know, so I know, actually, I know, I know. We're doing a sex and dating podcast, and this is an episode about and this you is watching porn for the first time, you know? But you're going to have to do it. So ideally, you're going to have to go home and see if you're into it. But anyway, this is your... And I, I, my understanding is a lot of women don't like the close-ups. They get nothing out of them. Well, I think as well, I'm just more like, well, my vagina doesn't look like that. Oh, right. Well, that's yeah, interesting. A so lot of, I wonder well, if my dick women... doesn't look like that either. Okay. But that's just life, isn't it? <laughs> you know, and, and your tits clit. don't look like that. And, her you know, clit you... is very small. <laughs> oh, right. So you have a large clit. We've learned that. You uh, away. Don't speak I don't think much. it's You're large, but it's bigger than that. That's not even non-existent. It's actually quite a difficult position. It's quite a... Uh, it's quite a popular position for porn because you can see everything, but wow. do you like that position? I've never done that position. Well, that, that's reverse cowgirl. Oh, I've done reverse cowgirl, yeah, but, but she's, she's leaning back. Yeah, the, the lean back is very difficult, yeah. but, and that's really for... Uh, I'm usually sitting more forward. Yeah, because he's struggling to keep he's it He's completely naked. I mean, like, hair-wise. He oh, yeah, he's no, not even hair on his balls. Yeah, you, very, very, you won't find much hair in porn nowadays. She only has, yeah, she only has the little but bit. But she has the strip, which is a, which is a decision. So that's... that's Oh, and now but she's just none going, on her flaps. Now she's just going for a bit of a bit of on top, which is a, anyway. So, I always think that's a sexy position to watch because it's not too much. So she's just on top now, normal, and you get to see. You know, for me, I just think I guess cause you get to see her body and everything. When I'm like masturbating, I'm thinking of someone doing something to me. So how do you take your head out and be like, are you just you're masturbating over them, or you're pretending it's you? Well, it's it's. I guess it's each to their own. But some wow. people, essentially, just some people just get turned on by it, you know. Yeah. And then I guess because it's a guy, we're gonna have to give you the. Uh, oh, there's a bit of a there's a bit of doggy. Yeah. So this is you know don't forget we're gonna could, watch a couple. You could know? do it a bit of music. Uh, normally there is music. Uh, is is there none? No. Oh yeah, that's interesting. They might have done the market research and found out that. Uh, so it really feels like you're spying in here. So. Yeah, so this is lesbian porn. What has she got there? Oh, that was her vagina. That's a vagina. Oh my God, I swear to God, I thought that was the side of her hip and that was a scar. (laughs) The fuck is wrong with me? The lingerie completely threw me off. I... I (laughs) (laughs) It did look like that though, didn't it? It looked like a big gash. (laughs) I think that's the clip that we had. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's a spot. No, it's not. But it's just, it's so... It's so naked, the vagina didn't look like a vagina. Oh, because it's so shaved. So shaved. It just yeah. looked like a piece of skin. So I thought it was, um, I thought she was touching her scar lovingly. So I guess, I guess a lot of people watch this because they, this is like a lingerie. You know, some people have like a lingerie fetish. But I mean, this is a woman uh, licking out another woman. Wow. One is helping out the other there. She's giving her the middle finger. Yeah, she's got the middle finger while the other, while the other girl 
helps herself out. Yeah. That's what's great about lesbians. They're really, it's a real team effort. Uh, I still feel like it's a team effort when it's guy on girl as well. We have to Which help you good. out as well. Which is good. They know that. Women know that. Yeah. You know. She's just, your clit is going at the arse. That's, that's what I think, you know. Yeah, women are hard. It's probably not men. really a thing. So this is scissoring, Katie. I've never seen this. How do they do that? The, 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 how do they do that? You're looking at I it. mean, like, are they, is it just like stimulating the clitoris? Yeah, they're both rubbing up against each other. Wow. So it's literally just, you know, just two bits of contact against each other. It's probably, it's probably geared towards people with a lingerie fetish. That would be yeah. my thinking on why. Because there's just a lot of focus on the, on the so that's, that's the, that's girl on girl. I mean, honestly, I, I feel like neither of these have been like the ultimate uh, girl on girl. I thought that was pretty good. Oh, you were happy with that? Yeah. All right, yeah. let me find one more good, and then, we'll, and then we'll discuss it, okay? Okay. Because we can't, you know, there's just like a lot of porn sounds behind our, um, <coughs> actually, let me put in this and see if we can get like, oh, I, actually, I know what I'm going to do. I know what I'm going to do. I think I'm a lesbian. <laughs> Let's go with this. I, I, I know what I'm going to do, actually. I, I, we're going back, look off the main page. You hate okay. the main page. Oh. So this is like, they're not gay in real life. Let's just accept. I was joking. If he listens to this, let's just accept that. No, th- th- this is girl on girl. See, I, I, I am, I don't. From can I just make a little review for myself? Yeah. I don't like the fake noise. No, no, and Too I don't f- like the. This is like very exaggerated. She's exactly, like, yeah. Katie. That's good. You're learning. Yeah. No, very disappointing. Real. Yeah. Very disappointing. Oh, it's still going. Well, they're very loud. You know. Yeah. It's, it's unnecessary. Very... I'm not buying it. I'm no. just not buying it. I would just love one that's not super loud, you know? Hot lesbians. Yeah, these guys look so semi semi normal. I mean, she's not that young, you know. This is oh, these guys are just having it right all the time, aren't they? A little bit fake. But you know fake, yeah. not a bad visual though. <laughs> Jesus. But I, I don't like the fakeness, you know. That's that's just ah uh, yeah whatever. Anyway, Katie, you get the picture. I I don't know if I can. I get the yeah. picture. <laughs> it's, like, yeah. it's like I'm not buying. It. Nobody fucking does that. Well, that's what I mean. Like I guess that's good that you know that we know that that's not. But I guess the issue is when people are thinking that that's the real. That what's the real? The way they were screaming. That's not real. She doesn't sound like she's really enjoying that. Yeah, I mean, it's just. It, it, that's unfortunate. I mean, Shauna probably has way better sights for you. These guys are. Oh, that's just like a whatever. I gotta. All right. So now you've watched a bit of porn, but really, honestly, Katie, it's more about you have to, you have to um, sort of explore it yourself. Yeah, I like. I'll explore, and then for the next episode, I'll. But I definitely think the women is better. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't going to continue to watch with you. you no, know? I was starting to feel a little... You were getting a little horny? Uh, yeah, it was, it was a little hot. They were hot. Yeah, that was hot. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we could have watched, but, you know, I also didn't want to make... You know, I just wanted everyone to remain comfortable. I think it was the, <laughs> I think it was the right amount of, uh, of, of porn watching, you know? I mean, it is a sex and dating podcast, so if people are uncomfortable, they're probably on the wrong podcast. So what are your, what are your, what are your thoughts? Uh, my thoughts are that we definitely looked at ones that I would prefer. Even the couple, I don't, I can't see myself watching the couple and touching myself, but I could see it with the women 
Yeah. But I don't know if that's because it's like something I don't do. I don't have sex with women. So it's like, oh, that's something different for me. Well, yeah. I mean, every you, you would really, honestly, I mean, if, if, if it's your thing, and there's a lot of issues about some people say it's the industry is negative and all that. So, but we won't get into that. But if it's your thing to explore it, then you would look more and more to find stuff that you like. Yeah. And perhaps you would discuss it with people that are into watching it and find out what would be your thing. But it may just be that you're just not that into. I mean, certainly in general, I think women aren't as, you know, don't go to porn as much as guys do. But I think if it's like that, that, um, that couple, the happy couple, not that, not the crazy stuff. But like, if you're into the crazy stuff, that's fine too. But I mean, that could be a good way to even find new positions myself for when I'm with my next partner. Like, yeah, I mean, you would, you would learn a bit for sure. For sure. But with the lesbians, I tried to be lesbian the other night. It's okay to say that sentence. It sounds, it sounds like I'm saying. Well, no, no, I think, I, I think, yeah. I mean, I think it's okay to whatever way you want to say it. But so, so what happened? You, you said you so, wanted to have an experience with a woman? Yeah, because I was like, I was like drunk and I'm like, I always thought, oh, I'd love to see, just to experience it maybe once, just to see. Um, and there was this woman who was really attractive and she kind of came on to me. She was like super hot. And then we were having a great time. We were like drinking. And then when it came down to it, she said, I've never been with a woman before. And then I just, She said that? Yeah. And then I thought, sure, I don't know what I'm doing. So I just left. So sorry, she said. She's never been with a woman but, before. But did you try it on? We were both touching each other's legs. Oh, really? Yeah, it was definitely like we were. But she said she'd never been a woman before, but, but she ha- probably meant I wouldn't mind trying. Yeah, what happened was she was the bartender and then she was done her shift and she was walking by me. Now I'd had a fair amount of shots and I was just, I just go, oh my God, thanks for serving us. By the way, you're absolutely gorgeous because she is gorgeous. I didn't think she would take anything off it. And she was like, cool, you want to go for a drink? And I was like, okay. Oh. And then we were just sitting and she had her hand on my leg and then I had my hand on her leg and I was like, ooh, this is so much fun. But then. I don't know how it got to the conversation of her saying I've never been with a woman before but I guess then I got in my head because I was like even watching that lesbian porn I've never seen women together so I wouldn't know what to do so I think I just got in my head and so you freaked out a bit a little bit and then this guy came up and was talking to her and then he was kind of flirting with her and I kind of thought I don't know I'm just gonna let them now I'm just gonna let them flirt and I got a taxi and that was it well I think there's two things from that number one it's cool. You know, you had this little moment with this woman that's kind of exciting, right? Yeah. Number two, she was probably lying. That she'd never been with a woman? Yeah. Well, if she hadn't said that, I probably would have. Because I do feel like if I am ever going to do that, I would like someone who knows. I would like to be the person who's like, I honestly haven't a clue what's going on. I don't know what to do. Because yeah. I think... Maybe she, fir- thought, maybe she thought the better play was to be like, I've never been with a woman before so that... You know, you would be more comfortable with it. I bottled it. And then I could be, uh, of course, I 100% could be wrong. She possibly could never have been with a woman before, but it's just interesting that she was like, do you want to go for a drink? Yeah. And then as well, like, it's like, I definitely know that I like men and I want to date men, but I just would like to, because I was thinking about the first time I ever saw a penis, I was like, ugh, that's gross. Like, and then, you know, you get comfortable and then you have sex and it gets better. So I was like, why wouldn't I have that? If I think a woman, I don't think all women are attractive, but I saw a woman that I was like, Oh, she's very attractive. Well, yeah. I mean, you're, you're, you're from the fluid generation. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's very, it's common for women to explore that a little bit. Yeah. I'm sure I sure a, a ton of our listeners have at least, uh, entertained that thought in their head. But then this is really horrible. What I'm about to say next. Also the thought that went through my head was with men, I know how to protect myself. So like, 
um, they just use a condom. How do how do women worry about that? Well, sort first of, of all, it's the lowest. Okay. Uh, lesbians have the lowest amount because you're getting most of STDs. Stuff. Yeah. Okay. So that's really good to know because so it's just in my not, head. I just I didn't a, feel there's educated. A lot, there's a lot less. Uh, there's really a, a low level transmission between women. That's really good to know because then I was because I was just. I mean, it's like, not. It's not nothing, but it's it's very safe. Okay. Because I was just like, I was just thinking about it, and I guess because I had that scare recently, I was like, oh my god what is the world here i don't know anything about it and then i wouldn't even know when i got there i wouldn't know what to do i'm so used to guys like no i've really only figuring out what i'm doing now with guys never mind so yeah well i mean well i know where she works yeah if you the next time now that you're gonna spend the next week probably parked in front of your computer watching lesbian porn by the next time you go to her you'll be like i'm ready i can't wait She's had that. This is so weird. She had a mole on the exact same spot where I have a mole on my oh face. Oh my god! It's meant to be, Katie. Mm-hmm. Katie, you 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 found your calling. But the guy was flirting with her, and she was flirting back. I didn't find him attractive, and I thought, oh, I don't know where this is leading to. So that also probably bottles me as well. I was just like, I'm out of here. But I, I was mean, I, I was I, also, I also too also, drunk as well, and when I get too drunk, I always put myself in a cab. I also apologize because I should have. I, I you know I just because we I was picking you up. I should have researched and got like the ultimate video for you to watch. But I think. Um, you know, we'll I'll find a really good video and I'll send it to you that you can just watch privately on your own. Yeah, and then, that'd be great. Then you can talk a little bit more in, in the future, whenever you can talk a little bit more about if porn is or is not your thing. But at least you know we had a fun time. You know, we got your actual. I mean, it's pretty amazing. Your first time watching porn, we've we've recorded. Yeah, I do think the funniest moment was you was like, I thought that was just a scar. <laughs> I did. I swear to God. And I was like, oh, women are so nice. She's rubbing her scar. Let her know she's okay with it. Because <laughs> that's something I would do if I saw a guy, like if he had like a wonky ball or something, I'd Oh, you mean like a missing one? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have a scar, but you can't really see it, to be honest. What, on I, your ball? No, I have a scar, you know, above my penis. Where they... Where they went in. Wow. Yeah. But women love... But women are... But you can't more. really see it. So, you know, if, mm. if somebody's out there listening has a scar fetish and suddenly thinks, well, you'd like to be diving in on me, you, it, you'd struggle to find it. It's not, it's not a great scar. I have a scar above my vagina. You do? We were a keyhole surgery. Oh, nice. Mm. No appendix. Oh, you had your appendix out. Yeah. So they go yeah. in here and in your belly button. But yeah, you can't really see it. I have a mole. Did I say? Oh, I did say that before. I have a mole in my vagina. Anyway, that was oversharing. That's, yeah, but n- now you've really put an image out there for all the wackos. <laughs> oh, sorry. Well, I'm getting rid of it, so don't get too. <laughs> now, we're not going to say who, but, you know, somebody who in the past has been on our podcast got sent a dick pic. Yeah, now and look. you were very upset. <laughs> don't go sending me no dick pics now, but. I can't believe that no one sent me one. Now, I don't want it, but I was still offended that you sent a, a guest one first. Don't send it, but still, the damage is done. Men. Yeah, the men are... She said it was a nice dick, too. Oh, right. Mm, she was like... Yeah, but there's no guarantee it was his. Yeah. He could have just sent the best dick ever, you know, <laughs> just to freak her out. But I, Katie, the sad news is that it's almost guaranteed that you're getting at least three now based on, <laughs> based on the fact that you've... No, I don't want it. I just was like, wow, I can't believe... But maybe, you know what, maybe I know it's a good thing that you guys didn't do that and don't do it, but I still, my automatic wasn't a concern for her. I was like, well, f- fuck them. <laughs> didn't send me one. 
Well, thanks, everyone. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening. Myself and Katie still together. We're getting more. We're we're more on top of the the infrastructure of a podcast. Yeah. And by the way, to our listeners, can I just say that, you know, since we're with Acast, we do have ads sometimes. But I, ne- I I'm actually I need to talk to Acast because I can set where the ad comes on, but not every episode gets an ad, and often it takes a few days before the ads come on. So like I haven't started to say after the break we'll talk about this do you know what i mean yeah yeah so because i don't want to do that and then there's no ad okay do you know what i mean yeah so i apologize if sometimes listeners feel like oh that ad was a bit abrupt okay i'll get better at that in the future and can i also just say just in case our listeners think we're coining it it's not a ton of money (laughs) in fact it's really none at all. <laughs> but <laughs> but just so you know, uh, you know that's going on. And just if you think that we're putting uh, our financial desires before, you know, this is pretty entry level stuff that's going on. And but we're we're, we're grateful to Acast to provide uh, yeah. to provide this this platform. But anyway, I just wanted to uh, clear that up. But anyway, thank you, Katie. Good app. You know, I mean, now that now that we're done and 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 that's happened, how do you feel about? Your 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 future, uh, you know, your future porn journey. Do you feel like, do you feel like that was something that has enticed you to want to watch more, or do you actually feel like, nah, I think I'm, I, I think I'm, I was right that I would, wouldn't really want to watch. I feel like midland, like medium, like I think I would only want to watch more of the marriage. I think I said this already, marriage couple, just to learn more. Yeah. Because I think there's still a lot I have to learn. Um, but I think it's a lot. I think it's a. I, I think it was a fun thing to try. Yeah. You know, to do it on the podcast because that's just fun. Get your reactions. But in actual fact, like, I think it's a lot to watch porn, feeling like other people are watching you watching porn. Yeah, like yeah, it's like that is a lot. It's like I firstly feel like oh, I'm watching this private moment, and now people are watching me watch this private moment. It's like Inception of porn. That's right. It's Pornception. That's probably going to be the name of the episode. Okay, cool. (laughs) (laughs) But I did feel that the girls, and I, again, there's something more, because it's like, you can see what, it was more woman focused. I just don't think, like, I like a penis and balls in my bedroom, but I don't really want to look at what's going on there. Like, a girl, so you don't like looking at a girl yeah, sucking a guy's dick? Yeah, a girl giving a guy blowjob. It's not, I'm not like, automatically thing. I could feel my my face recoil. Like, I could feel my stomach recoil. And not that I have any judgment on people, who are, but I'm just seeing what I like. And I think I like looking at the girl getting stuff done to her. So maybe even if it was a nice hot guy just doing the stuff. But I could see myself enjoying that. Yeah. But again, maybe I'm, you know, I wouldn't see me doing it every, watching it every night or yeah. maybe like as a, yeah like well you know you can you can decide to or not to decide to watch some more but i think it'd be fun for you to to have a i think it would be fun for you to have at least a little bit more of a personal exploration to find out if you're into it at all and then if you are into it to find the stuff that you like and then we can you know in a couple of months or whatever you can kind of give a bit more yeah. of a you can give a bit more of a sort of a, a your experience with it and then decide if if it's and, you know, and perhaps when we revisit it, we can actually get one or two guests in to talk about the positives and negatives of porn. And, you know, because it's quite controversial, right? There's like a huge debate on 
whether it's good or whether it's bad. And obviously there's a lot of talk about the exploitation of women within the industry and a lot of stuff that we haven't got into yet, which I think are really good topics to discuss. Yeah. Um, but I, I think that, you know, certainly you talk to Sean, a very sex positive person. And she's quite positive about certain types of porn. So I think it would be a pity to completely dismiss it, you know, based on the, the, the negative stuff you hear about porn. But on the flip side, I think that is a discussion worth having. Yeah, I do think it can be healthy and not healthy for sure. Yeah, well, that's why I think it'd be fun for you to have a little personal journey on that. Yeah, me too. Come to your own conclusion on it. You know, only because we're doing a, a sex podcast no, and I'm that's happy. a pretty big, that's got to be in the top 10 topics, you know? No, and I am happy to have this journey, with, especially with the listeners as well, like, because I'm sure there's a lot of people, like, a lot of women out there who are like me. And then I think they probably would have had the same experience, a bit shocked when they seen all that stuff straight away. Yes. Uh, it was a bit, it was like zero to a hundred very quickly, that homepage. Yeah. Um but to be able to be like, oh, actually, you can kind of search for a bit more soft. And it was scary, actually, because even though it was only two seconds of seeing that homepage, I was like, God, is this what guys are looking at? I didn't even realize. Yeah. Well, you can explore that, too, and you can have a ton of opinions on that. I know. Then you can watch documentaries on Netflix about the negative, you know, the negatives in the porn industry. And, you know, there's really it's quite the rabbit hole you can go down, you know. Yeah, but if it is if it is used for, I do think there is some stuff I could definitely learn from it for sure that I'll I'll benefit from as well. Mm. Oh, do you know what I was going to say? The whole time I was talking there, there was a thought at the back of my head. If I could be like, oh, I didn't like that. Stop that now. Can you? If I could direct it, I think I would like it better. So you want to direct porn? If I can, I don't actually want to direct porn, but I mean like, um, what's that porn where? If the porn industry went down, where you could have um. I guess if they were like oh, cartoons. Oh, yeah, like a Dungeons and Dragons, like a choose your own story. Choose your own story, kind of like the Black Mirror, because, you know, there were, we were watching some part and then it got like weird for a second. I was like, oh, that totally took me out of it. Whereas if I could be like, I like this and I like that, you could nearly write your own little, little porn. Yeah. That'd be kind of interesting. I think I would like that, where I'd be like, okay, just do that for a little while. No, don't do that. Move over. I can't remember what those things are called to pick your own. Like interactive storytelling. Yeah. But there used to be a name for that when we were kids. I can't remember what it was called. But you mean neither? Yeah. Well, one. there you go. Direct <laughs> porn. Could you imagine me directing porn? Yeah, no problem. It'll be stick your finger over there. Nope. Back over there. Bend what? over. Oh, Ooh, that's too much. Stop that now. Oh. <laughs> a little less noise. Yeah. A little more noise. Showerhead too. Yeah. Kid oh my God. Podcast listener messaged me saying that his girlfriend told him that the Showerhead is bad for you, affects your pH levels. And I went through a bloody internet scroll trying to find out all my information about the showerhead. And? Um, they were, Do they say it affects your pH levels? They were like, you shouldn't even, it's like douching, so you shouldn't really be putting that much water. But they they said if you hold it far enough away, it's not too bad. But yeah, You're only putting it on your clit. You're not fucking ramming it up your gi. Exactly. It's, I, uh, from what I gathered is it's pretty much fine, but I think it was more that if you were like... Yeah, I need to do more research in it. But I do know, for from personal experience, like people always think like it'd be fun to like fuck in the ocean or like fuck in a pool. But actually, like it's not great. It takes away all the the water is not good for the natural oils. Yeah. It takes away the the natural secretions. Yeah. So I guess I just like the pressure, but I guess the problem is then you're washing. It's even like a douching. problem with fucking in the shower. You have to actually 
you have to kind of get away from the water. It's fun to fuck in the shower, but you I can't. I loved it. Yeah, but you can't have too much water flowing down. Yeah. And wiping away the, the the good stuff. Yeah. So it's fun to fuck in the shower, but you kind of kind of get a little bit. You don't want to have too much water flowing down on the, on the, the in and outs. Yeah. For me, I, it was great because there's so much going on and let me really get out of my head. Oh, yeah, that's like good. Like the pounding water yeah. and the whole... Same thing with the threesome. <laughs> just that, that's what you're going to experience. <laughs> There's so much going on. You get right the fuck out of your head. Let me tell I'd you that. I'd just be like, I wouldn't know what's going on. What's my, I need a, a game plan before threesome. Like, yeah, well, where are we the going? The game where plan starts by going back to that fucking bar and meeting that fucking woman and saying hey with let's get guy. a guy let's get a guy and let's fucking we definitely don't have the same type of guys and that turned me off a little bit uh, the guy that her. she liked yeah it was like Ugh, he wouldn't be my type <laughs> but how do you know she liked him she was definitely flirting back there were, i'd say they probably had a or, uh, or she's very friendly who knows i was too drunk i got out of there maybe That's the whole the thing was a threesome setup and you didn't notice it she's like i've never been with a woman but here's a guy let's go it was mad because last episode i was like I, i'm after going a bit bad into drink now again i need to stop then Friday night was like caution to the wind. Famous last words. I know. Anyway, Katie, the episode is over. At Katie Boyle Comic. Check out her Instagram for her shows. Yeah. Um, can I can I give one shout out to two podcast listeners? Yeah. So they haven't actually caught, caught up in the episode, but these are the girls that I mentioned last week that shouted at me at New York Comedy Club. Didn't realize they were shouting. When they were like, oh, that's the girl who's on who's on the podcast. With I thought you named them last week. I just realized I didn't. I named the other girls. And I just when I because just when I was tagging them in that photo, I realized I never said their name. So when they do listen to it, it's Michelle Nicholas and Siobhan Jordan. Thanks so much. Oh, you, you're giving their full names. Oh, should I not? Yeah. That's fine. Actually, to be honest, I think it's fine because now they were drunk, but they said, give us a shout out. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. <laughs> Lovely girls. Well, thanks. Thanks for listening. Thanks, Siobhan. And thanks. thanks, everybody. Keep spreading the word, guys. Keep subscribing. The one that we do not get a lot of comments. I mean, you know, I feel like. Yeah, will you guys give us more reviews? Because it really helps. Yeah, the rev- that's what I mean. We need, we need reviews on iTunes, actually. So if. I, this is a favor, guys. And I know it's a bit of effort, but actually, if you just scroll down past the episodes, it's right there where the rating. Because one of my friends was like, okay, I can't see it. And then she Yeah, didn't so do you it. scroll down on iTunes past the apps. And it's there. You hit the five stars. You give us five stars. And then it'll say write a review. And you can just write a review. Yeah. And I just love the podcast because I'm coming back to Ireland in October. I probably wouldn't have been if it wasn't for the podcast. Okay, I'll tell you what, right? This is what we're going to do. So, Katie is going to be in Ireland. And I'm doing Vicar Street on Saturday and Sunday in October. So, competition time. If you... Write a review on, because I, I noticed some podcasts do this, right? Okay. So write a review on iTunes this week. Uh, and in the review, uh, the, there has to be a way. In the review. Uh, write Pornhub. No, no, no. Don't, don't write Pornhub. <laughs> you got to think of a word that they write. But the problem is if all the reviews have that word. Uh, so here, you have to write, I listened to... Uh, the the porn app so write in the review i listened to the porn app and i loved it or you know it doesn't matter what you say but you have to say i listened to the porn app right and then uh message me on instagram or on facebook and say uh, you know screenshot your review and send it to me 
and uh, you'll be in the hat to win free tickets to the Sunday night in Vicar Street. Amazing. Okay. And I'll give away, I'll give away five pairs of tickets because I get, I get 20 tickets on my guest list. That's like what you get in Vicar Street. I'm going to use half of my guest list for our listeners. So, so five pairs of tickets, oh, five this. pairs of two. It's so nice. A potential win. So leave a review. Put in, I, 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 what did I say? I just listened to the porn app or I love the porn app? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, either Something of those. Something about the porn app. Yeah, I, I, I just listened to the porn app or I love the porn app. And, uh, and then a positive review yeah, with five you... stars <laughs> and uh, you'll be in the hat and I'll announce the winners on the podcast. Uh, in two weeks because you know sometimes you know you want to give people a chance who might not be up to date you know give people so in two weeks uh i'll, I'll announce the winners oh i hope uh, siobhan and michelle have caught up by then <laughs> oh, oh well, yeah one of them doesn't live in that country in Ireland, um so. well of course you can just message them directly and just say well, if you're interested in yeah yeah um so anyway that that's the competition do that and uh that's it really and i'll be there so i'd like podcast listeners to be there <laughs> supporting yeah, and, and uh, uh, thanks keep messaging us everything's great that you message uh, I'm still worried about my pH levels but thanks don't worry about your pH levels <laughs> he's lovely though he always mad. I'm like glad I'm glad that a, uh, there's a boyfriend listening to the podcast that's great it's really telling great. the girlfriend yeah and uh, and that they're, they're cool with that and that they're having this experience that's great I love them if anyone happens to be in Vegas six, September 16th to 23rd I'm in Vegas at the Comedy Cellar and I'm also at the Mohegan Sun for our American listeners. If you happen to be sort of in between New York and Boston, Mohegan Sun, pretty accessible. You fancy a night out at a casino with a bit of comedy, come check me out at Mohegan Sun. Nice. The, the last weekend of September. And don't forget, I'm doing a fundraiser Friday, September 13th at uh, Rory Dolan's. Nice. Friday. September 13th? Friday the 13th. Ooh, spooky. Rory Dolan's. And the last weekend in September... I'll be on a holiday in Spain. Oh, and you'll be in Spain. <laughs> we'll have to no comedy. We'll have to get some eps up, but you know I'm going to be in Vegas, so I guess I'll be able to. Uh, I'll probably do another ep with Asher. I'll probably do another ep with Kate. Kate, I love Kate. A lot of people liked Asher's ep too. Yeah, no, that's great. I did get some feedback about that, that and I put that up as a bonus. Won't that's be going great. Yeah. We'll be going up as a fucking bonus again. I'll tell you I that. I forgot that he was only a bonus. He's yeah, lovely. but I'll, I'll stock up on a couple of eps there, so so that'll cover. Uh, for when you're away. And then Katie will be in Ireland. She'll listen. We'll Katie's going to be in Ireland. We'll be fucking banging out the apps, lads. Yeah. All right. Well, let's let's get on with our lives. We'll see you. Uh, Bye. Thanks. Don't forget about the competition. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.